Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oh, yes, indeed. 11 o'clock straight up in the Southland on a live imaging Thursday as we are live from Riviera Country Club, the 14th hole at the Genesis Invitational, the Travis and Sleeva Show. Getting rolling. And we're having fun already, so what? Oh, you're standing up because Tiger is directly to our left at the eighth hole, teeing off. Do you see him, Trav? He's coming up to the eighth green. Yeah, coming up to the eighth green. I did <laughs> not. He was in the fairway. I could see him from a distance, but he's going to be right here on the ninth tee here. In, I don't know. 10 and you will hear so. the eruption if he pauses. Oh yeah. Let's move. Let's take this desk. Chris, grab that corner over there. <laughs> there we are. Is this all, are we on Wi-Fi? Can we, can we well, just see, walk you it brought, over there? Because you're the king of the Comrexes, yeah, you brought right. an extra Comrex. We could set up a second, an auxiliary Comrex oh. over there. Just run a long cable. Just don't have a power outlet, I think. We can run on battery for wait, wait. a few minutes. Let's we go. should have ordered a generator. Just <laughs> just walk around the course. Get one of those like booger mobiles from Monday Night Football. We can just kind of follow them around all afternoon long. Oh, it's beautiful. Why By the not? way, so Saturday is sold out here. But if you want to spend a great Friday afternoon, come to the Riv. Sunday, tickets are available. Uh, hospitality t- tickets are available as well. GenesisInvitational.com. Even if you're not a golf fan, let me just tell you, this is one of the most beautiful places in Los Angeles. If you're watching on YouTube at ESPN Los Angeles, look at our backdrop. It's, oh. it's gorgeous. So get over here. Spend some time at the Riv. Take your family because it's a very public, friendly, the mm-hmm. fan base. Like at LACC for the U.S. Open, Trav and I were walking around. Nobody Different. recognized us. At Riv, we're stopped every <laughs> Hey, Travis. Hey, Chris. Hey, Morales. 710 ESPN. That's Our awesome. fans are here because awesome. this is a great place to experience it. Plus, you're going to see Tiger, which at this point could be the last time you see him in Los Angeles. Hopefully not, but you never know with Tiger. You never know. He doesn't play a ton of golf anymore. Uh, he's very selective about the events that he plays in and that he's playing this week. Yeah. Is is an unbelievable opportunity to see a, li- a literal living legend. That yeah. This is somebody that – you're never going to see somebody else like that. You'll see another great golfer. You'll see some people that win some tournaments along the way, but you're never seeing this again. And if you come to the 14th hole, if you're here or you're on your way here, before 1 o'clock, come say hi to us. And we're at the Genesis Invitational setup where you can get inside a, a Genesis. Beautiful cars. Beautiful cars. Yeah, I think Trav already leased one. Did he? <laughs> yeah, he already, he already signed. I got the High Country Silverado right now. He signed so up. I'm feeling yeah, pretty no, you're good. good. Yeah, that was you're a nice good. ride this morning. How, you enjoyed that? Oh, I did. Yeah. You know, when you're in a truck... Next to another manly man, a yep. North Amer- two North American cut gentlemen yeah. in yeah. a truck at in 7 a.m. on the 405. Cody and I had a much different experience. <laughs> Cody, Cody hooked, uh, picked me up in a Honda, gave like a, gave the like, wait a minute, you had him pick you up? Yeah, Cody picked me up, gave like a double uh, honk, you know, like a pop pop, and then I came out. Hey, did he Cody, did he have his pet python Chuck in the back seat? You should have yep. gone in and met Chuck. Well, here's the thing, python or his python. Pythons also need to be out of their um, – they need room to – it's like a dog you want to take out to a yard and just let him run around. Dog. This python had zoomies. It was just kind of going all over the place. Here we come. we got another group coming. One of the right highlights here, of The Greatest Night in Pop okay. is when Lionel's telling the story about Michael Jackson bringing the snake to the studio. <laughs> and the snake's just crawling around. Lionel's Michael Jackson voice is very <laughs> haunting. Haunting. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. It's a pretty great deal. By the way, that's on Netflix if you're Quick question. What's the mortgage on that one up there? 
I don't think what? you're mortgaging those sleep. What do we think? It's a, ca- a cash deal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is? Uh, Sir, do you have yeah. 7.5 million? You just transfer it. <laughs> go ahead. What is it when the transfer goes through? We'll get you the, the keys. I would go bankrupt million. on the on the uh, retaining wall loan. No, just the I, retaining I, wall I, loan is literally 1.4 million. Oh, it's way more than that. I got bad news for you. That's not good. Do you think it's north of seven? I think the landscaping in that house is probably somewhere around Sweet. Seven. If we just put it together. We, we get those bonuses at the end of the year. Yeah, that's right. We can uh, afford the outdoor furniture, one chair <laughs> and one bench. Yeah, you could buy. You yeah. could heat the pool for a week. That, that's about what it is. What the hell is that? It's a nice house. It's a house. It's a nice neighborhood. There's a lot of, there's a lot of fun stuff going along here. Um so we were talking about the Lakers and how good they looked last night, and they fa- they finally have some real momentum, momentum. A, a little bit, you they know, do. six of seven, six of seven, and four in a row is is something. And you wonder if you're able to kind of keep it going because when, when do they play again? Is it six days? So Thursday, a week, next a week from yeah. today. So okay, so you yeah. got seven days before you play whatever mojo you had, good or bad, I guess goes out the window and you have to start again. That's kind of what AD was getting at talking about this is who we are not who we can be we need to show up and play like this every single night which and I don't think it was a direct shot at LeBron but I think it was interesting that they looked like what they want to be when he wasn't there not that you don't want him back and everything else but it did feel lively I guess is the word that I'm looking at. it just felt fresh and quick and fast and that's not a word that I've associated with them very often this season when I heard AD um, I interpret it as this is what we're supposed to be from the beginning of the season, and we have not been that. Yeah. And what if they can't be that because of LeBron, though? What if they can't be that team on the court? I don't know if they can play with that pace with him. It's been proven to yeah. not be, yeah. especially the defensive pace. Okay. So maybe next Thursday when they get back on the court. Who do they play on Thursday? Golden, Golden State. State. Golden maybe State. they could just say, hey, guys. We were kidding. Go ahead. Let's do this right on the court. Let's just you throw you throw us a jersey. We'll put it on LeBron. We'll Adam back. Silver gave us a dispensation <laughs> on the deadline. We're doing it. Yeah. So this is their first three of their first four when they come back. At Golden State, at Phoenix, at Clippers. So you're going to get right when you come back. You're going to get some of those things that you're talking about. Some of those tests. And I listen. Bron basically have, will have played one game over the course of shoots a week and a half. Yeah. 10, 12 days. Remember, they had three days off before then, before they played the Pistons. So, really, even more than that. I, look, I, I, I understand. I, I get the – they're a different team when they play with LeBron. They have to be a different team. I don't think they can be the same team. I think that there is, of course, accommodating to LeBron as well. You're, you're, you're playing to one of the greatest that has ever done it. He doesn't have to be the greatest today, but you can't play the same style. But I think if, if we think it's sustainable what they did yesterday without Braun, I genuinely don't have the answer. I don't, right? Because we also haven't gone a two, three-week stretch. Something must have happened. I think he, I think he missed for, for birdie. Somebody, Spieth, Cody? Spieth. Oh, Spieth. Okay, yeah. So I, that, that felt a little That's why I thought Tiger. he missed something. Yeah, yeah it, it wasn't quite there. But, look, can they sustain it without LeBron, we're never going to find out because he's coming back and he's going to do it. But I think what's interesting mm-hmm. is, and again, he hasn't missed a ton of games. Well, that was his seventh missed game of the season last night, right? So they're four and three without him. They're four games over 500 on the season. You take out those seven, they're just about the same with or without him. Not that they're better or worse, mm-hmm. but it looks different and the result is basically the same. And you're going to have to play at a certain pace with LeBron. You're going to have to accommodate him for all the reasons that you need to do it. But 
I'm already thinking that I, I don't know if any of us, I don't know if even the most optimistic Laker fans yeah. are thinking they're going to win a title this year. I just, it just does not seem like it's in the cards. Sure. Can they win a series? Yeah, maybe. They, maybe it breaks right, they get two. But what's next? Right, and I understand you got to get through the end of the season, but I think we're getting every time we see like what we saw last night, it feels like there's another, huh? You see what you saw against the Celtics, you see what you saw last night, and it just not necessarily just that they won those games, it feels fresher and newer and faster and crisper, and I think that's exciting. I was just going to say, but that that's good news, right? Yes, that, that's good news in the sense that. Um, you and I have been critical on Rui. I've, I've definitely been critical he had a on night Rui last night because he's. He, I don't know what Rui I'm going to get. Uh, I know he's been in and out of the lineup. There's certain players on this team that I think a lot of their role players haven't been all that consistent. D'Lo all of a sudden in the last month and a half looks like a completely different player. You need me to drop 30 or you need me to give you 17 assists. I, I think that was part of the way the Lakers built this roster was that they were supposed to have depth. That it wasn't supposed to just be on LeBron's back. That someone at age 39 can take a night or two off and they could still keep it rolling. So that's where we, the, the next thing comes in, right? Mm-hmm. What does it look like after this? And there, according to sources, the organization has discussed three names internally. This is in the offseason and what could be potentially coming up with those picks. Because instead of having one, they'll have three, three. right? So Trey Young, we've heard his name over and over again. Yep, your favorite Mitchell's. player. Yep. I, I, Donovan Mitchell's kind of interesting to me. I watched a little bit of him last night against the Bulls. He was terrific. But Trey, Trey Young feels to me is the most empty calorie basketball player you're going to find. Mitchell, not as much. And then, of course, here we go again. Kyrie Irving, oh. Kyrie Irving. That and, and might me, as well just make. We might as well sell jerseys in I, the LA uh, in the I, LA store. Am I wrong here? Because yeah. they're, they're, this just feels like the door has never been all the way closed on this. That mm-hmm. from the moment that they went their separate ways in Cleveland till now, they've been circling each other. They both talk very favorably about each other. Kyrie's always on the move because he's Kyrie Irving. And here we are again yeah. in the middle of February in 2024. And it's like, hey, you know who else might be on that list? Kyrie Irving. Can, can I tell you of the three players that you just said, of the one that I think would be most realistic of the three, it would be Trey Young. The most realistic. I'm not telling you that's – if you said pick any of those three, it's Donovan Mitchell, and I kind of think it's not even close. It's Donovan Mitchell. The Kyrie thing – if the Lakers decided to... They wanted to do that. Wouldn't they have done it by now? No, because they tried to do it, and Brooklyn didn't want to do a deal with them, right? And that's why he ended up in Dallas. The last thing Joe Sy wanted to to do with the Nets was, I'm going to give this guy what he wants while he wants out of Brooklyn, and he's been a headache in Brooklyn the entire time. So that's why it didn't happen. It wasn't the Lakers' choice. I really feel like it was the Nets' choice. If, if, if at this oh, point, God. if at this point... Thank you, Nets. Well, no. If that's actually how that went down, thanks to the no, Nets. No, that is how it went down. Because remember what a, a pain no, no, in the... I, you that, know what he was? What was it, Brooklyn? In Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah no, it was no. in Brooklyn. But the, the Nets were like, you don't have enough to do this, and they didn't say, fine, just I, get I, his No, no, it, I don't even think it here. even mattered if you had enough. I think they just didn't want to give Kyrie yeah. what he wanted, which yeah. was to come to the Lakers. Yeah. But what you were saying earlier about stop accommodating to LeBron... I do think this year there has been – it's been a little different. Trade deadline just happened. Lakers didn't do anything. Braun went out and put the hourglass tweet, and they are like, cool, yeah, we're not going to do a deal. That doesn't make sense. But, more, but can I, can yeah, I say, yeah. the Kyrie thing that you're talking about, if something like that shook loose in the summer, Ugh. then we got a problem. Ugh. Because now, now the problem is, do you, do, you, do you see a world of Kyrie and AD together? I don't see a world of Kyrie anywhere that okay. it ends well. Okay, so Kyrie, Kyrie and AD it. we know is not. To, 
Now, if they went out and, and, and shopped three first-rounders and got Donovan Mitchell, you see a world with Donovan Mitchell. I do. And I'm not yeah. telling you that that's enough, yeah. but I'm saying that you could see a future with that. Then it's more towards your point of let me complain about them accommodating to Braun. But I do feel like that, that that's looking a little bit different than I think it looked like a year ago. Why can't they quit that guy? What, what is, is it just the talent that always – because he, he has not really impacted winning anywhere other than with LeBron James, and that was – what are we looking at now? 10, 12 years ago? 2016 it, it's, it's was when a, they won it. 2016 okay. is when he hits the shot over So that's Steph. eight years ago mm-hmm. that, that Kyrie has not been an impactful player in the eight years since then. LeBron is not the player that he was eight years ago. He's a different player as well. Kyrie's and, not coming to the Lakers. It, it, I sure hope not. That, I really that, don't that think he's coming to the Lakers. That would be a siren song of what not to do. Now, the exact Because the Lakers have always never have avoided that, those situations. That's, that's why a, that's it's a, so <laughs> scary. That's, that's why it's so scary because I don't think it is. I don't think it's likely, but it's not zero. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's zero because if, he's, if he really said, look, one more bite at this, one more thing, let's do this. Here's what it is. I'll do, I'll do the retirement tour. I'll tell you blah, 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 whatever it is. I don't think One they would do look it. At it. I, I don't hope think not. they would do it. I hope not. I really don't. Do you know when, when this was about to go down? Wasn't it about to go down when they were trying to get rid of Russ? And it was like, well, right, we're just going to throw another Hail Mary because we want to get rid of the Russ Hail Mary. You think that that blew up and ended as badly as it did and that they allowed him to kind of dictate where they wanted to go with that particular move? What was it, healed? And I forget who the other player was. Kuz? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. The, the Westbrook thing. The, instead of healed and the second guy, I forget who the second guy was. They it wasn't Miles Turner. I don't think it was Turner because healed was still in Sacramento. I forget who the second guy I, was. I, I, yeah. Dimwitty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was Dinwiddie, but that was one of. The, all right, give him the star, give him what he wants, mm-hmm. and it was that it was such a colossal disappointment. Yeah, that it's like, all right, we're going to make our own decision. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, tell us. Okay, cool, we're going to go do what we want anyway. The, the his ability to steer the ship wherever he wants. Hopefully, his hand isn't on it at all, or at worst, it's I, just kind of resting on the I side. I think. I think there is. I think the front office has a tremendous amount of respect for AD and Braun's opinion. But I do feel like they are driving. I do, because Palenka so. could have felt Palenka could have fell into a lot of pressure yeah, at this last. But there was no, line. there's nothing available this time. Like nobody really. Moved. There wasn't. But you even have Braun sending out a tweet. Like, Clock is ticking. I think during Lakers segments when I talk and Sluio puts his hand on my shoulder, I think he's kind of giving me the Chick Hearn. <laughs> the, uh, fist. the fist. When Chick Hearn gives the fist on winning time, that's the, that's the <laughs> enough. I just, oh, fuck. <laughs> enough. I like the idea of the fist. That's funny. <laughs> my, right. When See that was works. going on, that was like your favorite seed. It, no, your favorite second, scene second was favorite. the Zastro was the favorite. Oh yeah, no Zastro. <laughs> Zastro and the coach. So when and- I give you the fist during Comrex segments, when we're talking about your Comrex business, just know <laughs> it's a different, it's a different fist. <laughs> uh, remember what I told you about Otani the other day? I'm hearing it from another place, and mm. now it's been written. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Morales got to experience a day, the glory of the high country Silverado that I got at Rotolo. Why didn't you pick me up from Pasadena? (laughs) You're a little out of the way, Slee. We decided to go a different way. And we're riding in style. It's unbelievable. It's got all the bells and whistles you want. And you've been thinking, you know what? That Silverado keeps catching my eye. i got to go find a place to get my Silverado. It's Rotolo Chevrolet. It's right off the 210 freeway, Sierra Avenue exit. You absolutely can't miss it. You're going to drive right by it. It's the sea of Silverados. It's all the Chevy cars and trucks that you can think of. And here's what they got. 
the selection, the pricing, and the best customer service that you're ever going to experience in your entire life. That's how they've won Dealer of the Year 13 years in a row, by making sure that everybody's treated exactly the way that you want to be. Courteous, respectful, transparent, upfront. You're going to feel great about your purchase at Rotolo Chevrolet. When's the last time you could say that? Probably not very recently, unless you've already been to Rotolo Chevrolet. Come see what all the fun's about. 210 Freeway, Sierra Avenue exit in Fontana. If you can't get to the lot, go online. RotoloChevy.com. That's R-O-T-O-L-O. RotoloChevy.com. And tell them that Travis sent you. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Travis, it's Luba Show. A live imaging Thursday from Riviera. Riviera Country Club, the Genesis Invitational. And here's the thing. The reason why you got to come out here this weekend. By the way, get your tickets now at GenesisInvitational.com on a Sunday or tomorrow. Saturday is sold out to see Tiger. Is the moment we just experienced watching Tiger walk up cool. to 8th to green. And Slee, starstruck, which I've never seen him before, saying, oh, my God, that's Tiger. <laughs> Amazed by his size and the presence that he walks up slowly. That's the, that's the Tiger prowl. I'm not kidding. That was kind of a that – was, that was a big moment right there. <laughs> yeah. First, it's Tiger. And the fact – and the moment you guys walked up, Tiger was just strolling through. Like, the timing was perfect. His upper body, I didn't know the dude was that thick. And it's also kind of weird to see him in that color, and it's not red or something Only kind of a Sunday, little bit more sleep. bright, yeah, sun, something Sunday a little red. bit more, a little, something a little more bright. But yeah, I'm kind of a little, uh, kind of a little shook. I've never really seen. T- I saw Tiger. I told you, Tory Pines. He mm-hmm. was putting before. Yep. This was back in like 2007, something along those lines. And and, and it's it's because wow. he's got this huge gallery around him today. The buzz is just kind of there. But even when he's not surrounded by a crowd, which is very rare, I've only seen it once or twice, he has this thing that when he walks, it's like there's a spotlight on him. There's an aura. There's an aura. There's an energy. There's a, I know I'm a big deal. You know I'm a big deal. Everyone here knows I'm a big deal. And I don't even have to pretend to be a big deal. I just am, and you're all going to kind of experience it as I walk through. There's, There's two or three people at any given time in the world that kind of have that juice, he's one of those guys. It's a, it was incredible to watch Slee have that reaction because that's what you that's couldn't what makes believe how so big special. he was. Yeah. Yeah, that, that threw yeah. me off. <laughs> I had to kind of look a couple times. I'm like, wait, wait. You're like, that's, that's him? That's Tiger? Damn, that's a, that's a, that's a, such an iconic, iconic legend. Chris, okay, who, who would you do it for? You got Tiger that, that you kind of stopped in your track. Yeah. Who else right now? Last year on Saturday, mm-hmm. after we saw Tiger on the 14th hole here at the Bluffs, the uh, the uh, hospitality tent here. I followed around John Rahm and Max Homa, which to me are two of my favorite golfers that aren't Tiger. 
So that was really fun. But the crowd, and John was on top of the leaderboard at yeah. that time. It was like a tenth of the crowd that's with Tiger. And Tiger was, you know, at the bottom of the leaderboard. He wasn't playing well, but doesn't everybody was, matter. doesn't matter. Literally it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. His, his appeal at this point in his career has nothing to do with the results. You, you want to see him. You want to see him make a birdie. He doesn't have to rip off, you know, six right. and eight holes the way he used to do it. It's just him hitting golf balls, him playing the sport, him just shoot. We watch him caddy for his kid, oh, and excited. it's compelling to yeah. see. And his kid is an incredible golfer. There just aren't Messi's like that right now. Yep. LeBron probably has still has that, LeBron that juice definitely for does. sure. Definitely but they're, does. They're, they're not many. By the way, did you talk much on Monday about the Messi Michael Ultra commercial? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Go ahead. Slee doesn't That's like okay. it. Do it here at Riv, though. It's special. Oh, Tiger, you're so much bigger than I thought. I can't believe you spent so much time in that gym, and I want to get on the ropes, and I want a mimosa, and I want to get a hot dog, and if you don't like it, I'm going to lay down and cry. First off, that was quieter out of respect to where we are. <laughs> well, there's nobody around right now. Yeah. No, it's always quiet. It's just he's, he can be whiny. Thank you, Jorge. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate the uh, So he's 8-9, 8 right now. He'll be at 9 here. So, yeah, we... We still got about two hours. You don't he, think he'll hit? He's, so he hasn't even played half of his round, and he teed off an hour, and two, a half hour ago. two hours. Oh ago. no, that's right. Two well, I can promise you this: he ain't, we are gonna, not, we ain't going anywhere. We're not going anywhere because right we have here. a perfect spot here mm -hmm. on the 14th hole. But we will react on social media at ESPN Los Angeles when Tiger comes through, even if the show's done. By the way, at one o'clock, very special edition of Mason Ireland today. Yeah, I've been waiting for this for a long time. It's a good show. Corporate Greg yeah. in the one chair. Mm -hmm. Along with the Super Bowl champion DeMarco Farr for the next three days while Mason and Ireland are on the NBA break. <laughs> Why'd you stop, Chris? I didn't know. I thought <laughs> Slee reacted and jumped, and I was like, what's going on? That's uh, our boy Armin from uh, KCAL and CBS. Oh, beautiful. Yes, sir. I guess I don't know him, but I know you're big over there at KCAL CBS. <laughs> That's fine. You know, you got, you got to understand, Slee's got the Comrex Yo, business, here's, he's got the Spectrum Sportsnet <laughs> business, he's got the KCAL CBS business. Here's why I like that as much as I did. It's very rare where you get caught just kind of like, hey, what's going on? Like, you're a pretty unflappable guy yeah. that you were flapped. <laughs> caught me Chris by and surprise. Well, and also bit. it came behind him. And yeah. His right shoulder, <laughs> a hand comes in. Chris didn't know what was going on. He started there. to tell us about this afternoon. Corporate Greg, mm -hmm. DeMarco Farr, 1 to 4 p.m., sitting in for Mason Ireland. Mason Ireland, both on the All-Star break. You know, Why I does Mason take the All-Star? Because well, no, so of the NBA All-Star. No, no, no. no. <laughs> this was a think tank item. Okay. So years ago. Mason and Ireland took vacation together and all in the summer. So they would be gone for like two months in the middle of the summer when we used to worry about ratings periods and all that. Now we are talking about should Mason and Ireland be off together, right? What do you guys think? Versus, oh, Ireland and Momo or this. Or, it, it, corporate Greg's idea, mm -hmm. we think tanked it as a group. I like it. So corporate Greg in the one chair could be a, a kind of a regular thing, almost like a corporate Greg takeover. I was just going to say, is this a a, uh, a Slytherin move to no. corporate Greg no. to get into that number no, one chair? No, Mason tried to pull that that bit. <laughs> not, he's not making the he's not the only decision maker in these things. It's a group. Okay, we brainstorm these things. I don't think okay. it's a bad idea. I like whether or not idea. we continue with Lakers talk with sleep. Sure, we all sure. think about it yep. in the room. We <laughs> yep. write pros and cons on yep. the board. How many we created eight years ago? But yeah, don't <laughs> go. Yeah, but sweet, nothing is forever. Nothing is forever. It's not true. In, not in this. True. <laughs> not, not that in part's this. true. I don't think it's a bad idea that they take vacation together. Together, I don't think that's a bad idea. Yeah, but here's the thing: if I said to you, "Hey, I'm taking uh, two weeks from now. I want to take it off," and you're like, "I don't have anything going on in two weeks. I don't want to take it off. I want to take it off in two months." 
right? To, to, to line well, it up my as a challenge. Well, my favorite is Mace taking the all-star break off. <laughs> my favorite is that – Look, he's, he's been more he's been more uh, steady. He's been more consistent in his appearing on his own show than I've ever seen before. He's well, there he went, every day. What was his streak earlier? 59 days. No, 58 days. It's a lot. That's yeah, that is a lot. I'll also be, be producing their show tomorrow. So I'll be fine. Oh, you are. Oh. Wait, I'll wow. be doing this show and that show tomorrow. So, uh the stay corporate tuned for that extravaganza. Well. All right, so producing the producer can be challenging, Emily. I know Greg hasn't produced in a while. Anyway, nah, what Greg, Greg, I know you're listening. That was a joke. Don't what worry. If Berg, <laughs> with a text just came in. Uh, what if Berg just loses it on M? And he's like, you're not doing it right. He's I just could takes see that. His, takes his producer level out, and to next. Walk out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am doing people a favor. I will go away. <laughs> I like yeah, that. No. Yeah, I think the threat of, you know, I don't need you to do this. Fine. Okay. okay. That, that's not going to work with you. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's it's fun. Maybe we'll do a game of games where I'll, I'll do a Taylor Swift game of games, you know, just infect right Taylor Swift onto more shows. I think that, that that's the goal. We haven't gotten a chance to talk to you much today. How how was uh what what's new in your life? Usually you've seen what's the movie. What's new in your life? No, no. She last time we talked about it, she had the she had the movie with the forty eight ounce whiskey sour. And <laughs> the third time she's seen that like movie. That. Yeah, yeah. Forty eight ounces? Uh, it, it was, was a big. large whiskey sour. It was good. It was it was a good time. She said probably three four <laughs> shots in that one drink. Yeah. It was Did a you lot. go last night? Uh, I stayed home. Uh, and ha- I chatted with my friend, and we watched The Bachelor together over Zoom, um, which was fun. And then I watched Before Sunrise after that, too, which is a uh, movie with Ethan Hawke and uh, Julia Delpy. If you haven't seen it yet, it is really sweet, and it wrecked me. So that was a really fun Valentine's Day with me watching The Bachelor and another romantic movie that is very sad. <laughs> did you catch Piston Suns highlights? Hmm, I did not, actually. Okay. So I did I did watch Devin the Laker Booker game, so I did it right FYI. after the um, – yeah. Right after Bachelor, I watched the Laker game, and then I uh, watched Emma Before Sunrise. I said this to Emma earlier, Slee, so she turned me on to Righteous Gemstones, yep. right? Yep. So we started, Susan and I started season two last night, and Emily says that she has no recollection of this, that maybe I'm getting a, a different version of it, mm-hmm. but I've never seen a television series with more male nudity than Righteous Gemstones. <laughs> it's, Was it good I, male nudity it, or regular I mean, male it's nudity? It's all kind of the same. You well, know it depends. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, right, Slee? How about this? I don't know. I'm curious. <laughs> What's, there's a variety. <laughs> There's a variety of male nudity. There's some things that, okay, that guy could be an underwear model. And then there's some guys that look like me. I don't need to see that. I get to see that every day. That's not exciting. So you want to see the underwear model? Well, quite frankly, when we're talking about, like, the anatomy of human beings, I'd rather see that than my unbaden bed. That's that's Mm. no good. No, yeah, I, it's so funny because... The male model makes me feel more insecure. <laughs> no, I'd not rather, me. Yeah, give me the, the guy that looks like me. It's better. Cody, it, don't laugh at me, bro. It's so don't funny because I barely remember any male nudity. So it's funny because I, I've watched that show like a long time ago, at least the beginning of the show a long time ago. I do know that there is some in the most recent season, but I've just blocked it out. And it's All I <laughs> it's tell wiped. you is if you turn on any episode at any point through the first season and one episode of season two, yeah. that's how far I'm into it, mm-hmm. you won't have to wait long. Yeah, I'm That's not, all I'm saying. For the male nudity. Yeah. It's there in every single episode. I'm not letting Michelle watch it. <laughs> Take it a stand. All right, real quick. ESPN LA is partnering with our friends at Subaru for the Subaru Loves Pets Initiative. Subaru is working with the rescues in the community, like Best Friends Animal Shelter. Subaru and Best Friends are proud to highlight the pet of the week, Vinny, Dos- uh, a two-year-old Doberman mix. Okay. So visit bestfriends.org for more information. Thanks to our friends at Subaru for that great initiative. We are live from the Genesis Invitational, the 14th hole, Trav. 
Ansley. So he kind of stuck himself into this event. It's <laughs> kind you, of a travel. Are, are, are you enjoying yourself? I, I, I got to be honest with you. I'm you so look, happy you I look made comfortable. this. Can I tell you who? <laughs> you want me to get closer? Let, let me let me let me tell you who sold me on this. Trav is like, bro, you got to come out. He's like, you got to come out on Thursday. So Trav sold it on me. It's the best decision I've made in a really long get time. Get your tickets now at genesisinvitational.com for Friday and Sunday at the tournament. Yeah. If you're watching on YouTube, yeah. you're seeing Slee and I very close, first of all. Because <laughs> the place is packed. It's a really packed house right now. so we're. But look at the view behind sure us room. at ESPN Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. How do you not want to come on out and experience this? Feel the roar of Tigers Tournament. We are live until 1 o'clock here People at the Genesis Invitational. Looks, by the way. Just are they up. weird because they don't like male? <laughs> They're jealous. Male on male love? <laughs> we or? should all literally do our show. I, I still don't understand why you're on that side. It would be oh, for we need, YouTube. I think you do. For we need YouTube. the picture. No, get over here right now so we can. Because if you're not coming, Manny's coming. Well, <laughs> Manny did spend I don't, I don't the first thirty that minutes with us. I'll take. I'll take yeah, Manny's spot. You got. You got sure room? Don't. Don't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. Hold on. Don't worry about it. Okay. I'm gonna inhale and then when I All exhale, right. we'll pop guys, the sides. If you guys win show of the year again, this is the picture that's coming up. I want to go straight ahead, Slee. How do we look? I think it looks pretty good. No, this is good. I feel good. Manny, feeling good about myself right now. Yeah, Manny's not looking. No, Manny's couch will go Manny, get the, in here. The, right the over floor. here. Just right here. Get Manny we in here. Anymore. There we go. Manny's here. <laughs> Factor Manny's Cap here. is coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, guys. You guys hey, look I'm like you're having some fun out there. You're getting a ton of sun out there. You guys look like you're nice out here. baking. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, I was just telling Al, I'm like full in the sun right now, and it's basically perfect. But it feels it's great. <laughs> it is a beautiful day at a yeah. beautiful Better spot. than sitting close next to me? Um, it's well, I get both. Okay. <laughs> and uh, thank you, Trav, for putting your camera up a little bit more because last segment all I got was your knees, so that's great. <laughs> oh, sorry. Because uh, yeah, we're on Zoom, a little more so deliberate. Yes, yes. Yeah. How about uh, that? How about uh, uh let's see. Well, that's that? why we had to turn that Trav up because he was just relaxing on the couch. <laughs> yeah. He was just talking so softly. Uh, and Chris, you want to play in factor cap too? He's like a, here and have me not relax. It's like a therapist session. He's like, listen, Bobby. So, Al, how's that make you feel? Good. Me, me on City Coastal? <laughs> Sorry, what's up? Uh, all right, and Chris, you're playing, right? Do right? Sure. Why? All right, all right. So uh, bachelor, the bachelor for this season's name is Joey, uh, and he is a semi-pro tennis player. And he's uh, So he loves tennis, but he is a 
let's just say he he just loves tennis. And I don't know there's a lot of other stuff going on in uh, that beautiful brain of Joey's. So he they go on these magical trips all the time. And they went to Malta on the last most recent episode. And Malta okay. is an ancient city. It's in the Mediterranean. It's great. Um, but he was going through and he was describing Malta. And he said that Malta, quote, had an old school vibe. Malta <laughs> is 59. <laughs> like it's it's was founded in 5900 BC. It's, it's a, one of the ancient cities of the world. Exactly. It does have an old school <laughs> vibe. But him saying that got him roasted all over the Internet. So. <laughs> The internet has ruined us all. That we would describe this ancient city as an old school vibe. The internet has ruined us all. Travis Fatricap. Fact. We we were we were Chris and I were driving up this morning. We were having a conversation kind of like this about how we we've lost all perspective on everything because we stare at our little at our hand oh, right? yeah. at, at our phone mm-hmm. all day long. And that the real thing, like a city like Malta that's been there since people were able to build cities, basically. That that is an old school vibe is entirely part of the internet culture. Yes, one hundred percent fact. Al, uh, fact, but not because that specific example. There's many other examples of why the internet has ruined us all, and it's only going to ruin us more. With that said, we're going to be on the internet today. I'll be on my phone all day as well. I'll be on all social. So we're doing rabbit hole later. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We do I have think- a lot of social coming up. I think the internet has ruined the way that we talk to each other. Because I think, again, it has warped what we say. Chris? Uh, Absolutely. Like Trav said, we were talking about it. I have made a goal this year since the beginning of 2024 to try to cut my Instagram time in half every day, which I've been successful at. So I have to almost remind myself to post for the station or look at some of our posts we're doing or do social media. And I, I feel so much better. Okay. At the most, how much time will you spend on Insta Day? Over an hour? Just to, oh, over an hour. To, just to kill time or just bored, yeah. right? Instead of reading a book or instead of walking, taking a walk or yeah. working out, I was just on Instagram mindlessly scrolling. And I've tried to be a little bit better with that. Those algorithms, bro. They got you. They get yeah. you. They got you. <laughs> well, they, you want to see what comes next. Yeah. And it's always good. <laughs> okay. So um, my rabbit hole later, it's not, I'm not going to give it away, but it has to do with a liar. This person that lies all the time, it's, it's slightly... Uh, different than what I talked about on Tuesday. But you think that you are a good liar. Alan, factor cap. Uh, cap. No, I'm not a good liar. If I, even if I'm, even if I'm trying to, I don't know, dance around something, you could tell if I'm dancing around it. So I am not a good liar. If you need to, uh, if you need me to lie about something, go to somebody else. I'm not going to do a good job. <laughs> Come on over here. I'm gonna- <laughs> Chris? Uh, cap. I don't think I'm a good liar. When I care about the person or I'm try- it's like real, I'm a great BSer. There's a difference, right? Like we BS a lot for, you know, I'll make up something. I'll, I'll enrich something just for embellish. an on air. Yeah, okay. I'll embellish something Bend to make it a better truth. bit. But that's okay. Yeah. I, I think if you're saying something that Like that you have a Comrex business. Yes. It's a bit of an embellishment. <laughs> yes. That's a little bit of a started in Singapore. I have an LLC out there. Trev? <laughs> Yeah, I think, I mean, it, not like in the the real stuff, but when it comes to putting together something that maybe you don't want to go do, so you got to come up with something that's an alternative to that. It's a good I, one. I, I think I'm pretty good at that. Like two I, years ago when you told me you do enjoy working with Sleep, but we just got to work on something. <laughs> just got to work on something. It's a perfect example. Exactly. Yes. Just got to work like, on it. Maybe you get an invitation. Hey, we're, we're having a party on Saturday night. You know what? Like, gosh, that sounds so good. But I'm pretty good at coming up with something on the spot. 
I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So I told a little bit of a story yesterday where I, when I left the movie theater, I, my friend and I thought we might get stuck in the, in the stairs because we were going to these kind of like unmarked stairs and didn't know if the doors would lock behind us, et cetera. But we ended up not being stuck. But it got me to thinking, uh, you have, have ever gotten stuck somewhere. So elevator, a staircase, oh. et cetera. You have, have you ever imagine? gotten stuck. Uh, Morales, factor cap cap but it's my biggest fear especially when you get into like an old elevator and my anxiety just starts going what if this stops and i'm just like I, okay what would happen to you my anxiety would go through the roof so what do you, i mean i would have to get on the floor do. and like almost lay down get into, like lay down even if you had somebody with you that's like dude we're gonna be all right my that my brain's not gonna accept that so no it would be and if what i if did you have somebody have some, with you that's saying we're not gonna be all right <laughs> <laughs> and if i didn't have like a, a cbd pen on me I mean, I can only imagine. I would just have to like put myself to Jeez. sleep. It would be so bad. Put me in a chokehold. Yeah. There's this exactly. one elevator. So you choke me. So you choke me. <laughs> There's this one elevator at the block here in downtown that you take to get to the Alamo, and it gets I, stuck. I know so what you're often. talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, you're and it's gonna, frightening. Yeah. Okay, we'll go around here. You're gonna get anxious with my story. Uh, Travis, is it my turn? Um, M, you were with me when this happened. It, it's when the Rams won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. And oh, we were right. waiting behind because it's the last time we were going to be in SoFi, so they had to pack up all the equipment. Right. And, and we had to, DeMarco and I and Emily oh, and that's right, Dodie, had all the we were all equipment. there. Mm-hmm. Well, this was three hours after the game had ended. Everybody was gone from SoFi, so all of the exits were kind of locked up and closed to get back. to. We went down all of these different corridors trying to find how to get back to the buses and the shuttles. And what did that take us, Em? And well over an hour, right? Yeah, it was... It was a long it, time. And then we found a random bus that was taking us back to the same place. Random, like, like a city yeah. bus that we just got on that said it would take us to where we were going. <laughs> it was crazy. And, you know, it's the Super Bowl, so security is super tight. You yep. can't just kind of wander around. You walk down all these dead ends. We were walking in circles in the middle of the night forever. And I don't have what you have, Chris, when it comes to, like, anxiety about that kind of stuff. And even I'm like, we're never going to get out of here. So we're you, be your anxiety was so that you were going to be locked in the stadium. Not that I wasn't going to be able to find a shuttle to get back to the hotel to get home. That I was going to have to spend the night near the lake at SoFi Stadium. Okay, so we got Manny oh, yeah. again. Everywhere I look, <laughs> this is amazing. Hi, Manny. I feel like Manny well, is a part of the show today. Okay, so it, this is where I would get <laughs> – I have gotten stuck somewhere, so fact on it. But let me tell you, I'll tell you the story about that. But this is where I would get anxious. You ever go on, remember when I had my Magic Mountain for my annual pass and I never went back? <laughs> when you go on some of these rides. Oh, please don't say what I think you're going to say. What Some of these oh. rides, if any of those stop, oh. like I'm talking on, you know, the one that's just the free fall, yeah. just goes down. I don't know what it is about that one. When you go, if it just stops, I'm going to get beyond anxious. And I don't get anxious at too many things. But I got a good elevator elevator one for you. So high school basketball, we're in Las Vegas for a tournament. And there's about eight of us in the elevator. And we decided this would be a really good idea if we timed the elevator. You know how everybody jumps at the same time? So we did that. And all of a sudden, the elevator just stopped. Trav, you can feel the elevator swaying. No. Okay? We had one friend, I remember... um, Antoine, one of uh, one of the guards, this dude lost it. This guy would have been like you. He's right. like, oh my gosh, I can't. Believe it. And look, you got you got these 
tenth grade idiots in high school that are not helping the situation. By Anton, we're not we're not getting out of here, bro. Like this is it. <laughs> we're we're in this elevator for thirty minutes. Oh my god. And there's eight dudes, and we're all sitting there. Kind of, some of us thought it was funny. Other people got a little bit more nervous. Ten I don't minutes, get nervous in that situation, but I was. Ten I was minutes in that. is like it's kind of funny. Fifteen minutes is like, all right, we've been here too long. A yeah. half hour, I'm losing my mind. Okay, well, like here, that, okay, that, I, we're going to be in here for the rest of our life. They the, don't even know we're here. On the other side, you can hear one of the texts, like, "Hey, can you hear me?" We're like, "Yeah, we can hear you." And then finally, when they got us out, the doors open. Our head coach and our assistant coach. The look on their faces and like us trying to explain what well, we were just trying to time the jump and all that. And like, Get the hell out of here. He wouldn't have done well in that situation. No, I would have been. You would have had to choke me. <laughs> I don't want to choke you. That sounds. By the way, I got uh, stuck in Space Mountain once and the lights came on. Oh, that, that's a bad That was not that, good that's, either. That's, that's By the scary. way, that room that, that, is tiny. You don't realize how tight it's the beams tiny. are. You're, you're, the head clearance is right. like. They, they, well, that's why they tell no, you don't no. stand up. Okay, when yeah, people are on work. some of these rides, and, you know, you go on YouTube, you can see it. Maybe that's my rabbit hole tonight. Um, <laughs> but they get stuck, and they're sitting there for 45 minutes, oh. and you're how many stories? No, that's scary. No, no hard pass. Because I'm just not thinking of the things just coming up. Yeah, that's not good. Otani, the teammate. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, indeed. Travis and Sleeva Show, live from Riviera Country Club on a little live imaging Thursday. We are overlooking hole 14 from the Genesis setup. Thanks to Genesis. Beautiful vehicles you can see here, too, so you can get in them, feel them out. You know, Tiger drives a Genesis when he's in town because it's his if, tournament. You if, know what my, I mean? if this reaches, I will do from the back seat, <laughs> I will do the noon hour. The Genesis Invitational. Tiger's tournament is underway. Tiger is on what? It's got to be hole 11 by now? He Tennis? is through nine holes. He's oh. one under par. Oh, very good. Oh, so very he's, nice. he's four shots off the lead. Leaders are at minus five. There's three guys at five. So Tiger's right there in the mix at one Anybody under. there to say, let's pick it up a little bit here, Tiger? Tiger? <laughs> yeah. That's my nickname for him. By the way, don't forget, very special day here for during Mason Ireland starting at one o'clock. Corporate Greg yep. and the Super Bowl champion DeMarco Farr. So we're looking forward to that for the next three days. Enjoy that. So Thursday, Friday, and Monday. And Tuesday on Live Imaging Tuesday, I will do a full review and air check session. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm. Oh, Trav, got, Trav got excited about I, that. I, I, I want to hear the review. He likes I, air I check. Yeah, no, he likes these. Yeah. I do. So be sure to do that. And be sure to get here over the weekend because this is a great experience. GenesisInvitational.com. So you're fit in. You know what I mean? Like you get your, you're leaning back. You got your legs crossed. You look like you're just getting ready I don't know. to watch. When the I saw come Tiger, through. I was like, I'm going to get kicked out. <laughs> I'm going to go run on there and just try to tell him that 
I, I like I, his new brand. Nobody I, else likes it. it. Well, I'm a fan. I know you are. I, I know you are. It's going to be a zoo when he comes through yeah. here in an hour or two. It should be. Uh, I, I'm excited to see it. We'll still be here, Chris. You said we're going to do a bunch of a bunch of social stuff too, right? A little social media. Good. I think I want to be in the car by three o'clock. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's you know, we got the afternoon drive. Yeah. In the Silverado high from Brutolo Chevrolet. High country edition. Yeah, high country edition. Yes. And we put on Bob Seger in there. Mm. And I try to convince Trav it's okay if I crack a Budweiser in the back, <laughs> but he says no. We had a uh, we had the '80s on eight going this morning. It was nice. Eight. It was nice. It was nice. And Chris was giving me a little. This was the Commodore's first hit after Lionel Richie left the band. Like he's he's filling me in with a little information. Like I do on the afternoon show on this yep. day. Yeah. Yep. Back in 1985. The number one hit, Night Shift by the Commodores. Basically, you guys did an hour. You guys <laughs> we, did an hour did. of the show. We had a lot of things going on in there. So, Emily, take me through the Otani thing. I know that, that you read something this morning that I had kind of heard whispered along the grapevine. Yeah, so uh, Dylan Hernandez had a piece in the LA Times talking about how there's just there's a lot of things going on in the clubhouse with the Dodgers, that they're having way more media than they're used to. They had to take tackle all this and will be able to handle it. But throughout the piece, they highlight that Otani... What a struggle for the Dodgers. Jeez. <laughs> a little but, bit more media with that $1.2 billion investment. Yeah, crazy. But like... Um, Freddie talk, told a story about how uh, Otani always uh, would ask, where's Charlie to Freddie? Uh, where's his son, basically? Trying to make that uh, personal connection with his teammates. And I think that, that Hernandez is showing that in order for this to work, Otani needs to have that personal connection with his teammates in order to handle that media storm that comes with it. They also need to know him as a person in order for it to not infect the clubhouse at all. Well, it, it, it's funny that that's where you went with this, Lee, because I think that's the thing, right? That this is the price of having him on your team, is that it's a circus every day. That it is a media, you know, S show every single day. Yeah. That the local media, the national media, the international media, sure, it is sure. there every day. It never stops. And by the way, you're getting the double dip of it, too, because you have Yamamoto there as well. It's yep. not just Otani, who would be the overwhelming center of that universe, but you add in another brand-new, super expensive, a player that is unknown both you know, in the, in the baseball sense and in the personal sense, and to try to have a connection with your teammates while simultaneously navigating a media world where – it's baseball doesn't have like LeBron James is, is is used to that. Steph Curry is used to that. Patrick Mahomes is used to that. And oh, I'm sure why it's not a big deal to Otani. Everybody else in that clubhouse, this is new for. This is a new thing for them, and it will take some time. Not that it's going to affect his ability to hit a baseball, or sure, Yamamoto's sure. ability, but it is one of those. There's probably some sort of of, of communication barrier that they're going to work through to some degree or another. But that, and it's up to probably Shohei more than it is to the other guys long to try to bridge that gap a little bit and be one of the guys to the best of your ability. He isn't one of the guys. He has a $700 million contract. Mm -hmm. He is the modern equivalent of Babe Ruth. He's not one of the guys, but baseball's a weird sport. You kind of have to have a little bit of that culture thing where guys are kind of pulling on the same end of the rope. I don't think he can just come in, hit his home runs, and leave and not have people in the room look around like, hey, what, what's going on around that, here? That's actually, that was going to be my question because I, I think in – the NBA specifically, it's really, really hard to win an NBA championship with guys that don't have some type of connection. I, I remember this. Let me let me go back to the bubble in 2020 when the Lakers were stuck in Orlando 
the stories that we heard is those guys were actually all really connected, spent a lot of time together, going to movies together. Maybe people don't think that's a big deal. I think it's a big deal. I think if, if you do have that connection off the court, that connection is also stronger on the court. How much is that important in baseball? And, and the reason why I'm asking that question is because what I don't think anybody wants to hear, and I'm not saying that this story or what M's bring it up is, hey, this could be a problem or an obstacle because there will be zero, not just sympathy, excuses, nobody's going to no. care. And I just don't know if Shohei having a close relationship with some of these other players is the difference. Or It, 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 it won't be a problem. It's, not an, it, it's a challenge. It's something that you have to overcome. I agree. There's not going to be a sympathetic, oh, what it is, but – it will be something that's looked at if there's something less than what our expectations are. Okay. If, if they are a team that and we'll use round numbers. If we think they're a 100-win team, they're a lot better than that. But if, they, if we think they're a 100-win team and they're on a pace to win 90, it's like, what's missing? right? And then you start trying to figure out what it is. If we think they're a 100-win team and they're winning 110, it's like, oh, man, not only are these guys great players, but the, the pieces fit together exactly right. The personalities fit together exactly right. What's interesting to me about all of this, because this is kind of nibbling at the edge of something that I have heard from a couple of different people that kind of know things, and that is in Anaheim, he's kind of on his own program. Okay. Not, not that he's a bad teammate, not that he's a bad guy, nothing like that, but he's on his own program. He shows up, he does his work, he competes like crazy, he performs like crazy, and out. That's kind of what he does. Yeah. And that he wasn't super integrated into the culture and the, the, the lifestyle of the other ball players on the team. Now, with the Angels, you can do that because there are no expectations. Nobody's paying any attention. Nobody really cares, right? It was, oh, the Angels are batting in. Okay, cool. Shohei's going to hit 50 home runs. Awesome. Like, and, and that was it. The Dodgers have not only individual expectations, but they have collective expectations. They have team expectations. And if they're coming up short to that, they're going to try to figure out why. And somebody will say, it's just kind of a weird vibe in here, if it's not meeting expectations. And then, of course, that is, well, what does that mean? Whose fault is it? Who's supposed to fix it? Who's the one in charge of it? Who's running the clubhouse? Because whenever the vibe is bad, it goes to the manager, to the best player. They're the two people that are supposed to fix it, or the guy that's been around the longest. Well, the best player is Shohei. The guy that's been around the longest is Kershaw. Mm. So somebody's going to have to kind of take that wheel, and if it's not coming together, and again, I think it will, but all of those things that we didn't know about what was going on in his first stop, we're going to find out here. I, I think um, it makes me think of last year, because two teams that come up in my mind in the NL, one that I thought had an awful vibe and it showed, the other one that I thought had a really good vibe, and they still ended up losing, but just give you an example. The Padres had a lot of expectations and a lot of high-paid players. Yeah. It felt from the beginning the vibe is off. And I think there were some reports out there. I don't know how crazy these players were about each other. I think that did affect what they ended up doing on the baseball field. One team that I felt like they felt really connected was the Phillies. Phillies, every time you watch them play, I think you would even say, look at that. How come Philly has this energy amongst their players? And I don't feel – Trey Turner wasn't like that when he was with the Dodgers. They still ended up losing to the, the Diamondbacks. But I just don't know how much that impacts games. I don't know how much that imp impacts vibes. I, I think it impacts vibes more than games. But here's the deal. The reason the, the Phillies have that energy that you're talking about is Bryce Harper. Mm -hmm. Bryce Harper has that energy. Bryce Harper has a – edge he's got a, a a certain something to him that you're a little bit of a live attitude wire. uh yep 
Clayton Kershaw doesn't have that. Clayton Kershaw is just a really good player who's been around a long time, very pro. Dodgers are very corporate. They're very buttoned up, and, and you, you kind of fit into that culture or you don't. Well, their best player now is a new guy. And as far as, like, his demeanor, we'll see, right? Because it, it's brand new. But he's going to set the tone there. Whether he wants to, knows how to or not, they're going to follow his lead because he's their best guy. Mm-hmm. The best guy in the Padres is Machado. Probably, and because he, he's kind of a combination of maybe he's the best player, maybe it's Soto, but he's been there the longest. Sure. He's a veteran player. Well, we know, you know, I'm not Johnny Hustle. Okay, there's your vibe. That's the energy that you have in the room, and everybody needs to hit, you know, be their best version of themselves to have this thing work out, or else Johnny Hustle's tone takes over. doesn't work. So you better hope that Johnny Hustle's not the guy that's running the show. It is our snake drafts, Lee. Day after Valentine's Day, our favorite rom-coms. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.